Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Miss Marion Anderson will sing our national anthem, the Star-Spangled Banner, accompanied by the United States Marine Band. Media presents. Donald Trump was a, a stain on our country. I'm someone's daughter, too. That's what I'm well, me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. The Betches Suck Podcast. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Brian Russell Smith. I'm Sammy Sage. And this is the Betches Up Podcast, where Twitter meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. You just heard Marian Anderson sing the national anthem at the inauguration of JFK in 1961. She was the first Black woman to perform at a presidential inauguration. That is, I think this is a, technically our last show of Black History Month, but since Black History Month is very short, we are going to do two more clips on March 1st and 2nd. Mm. Nice. Great. We're giving it the full days yeah. that, that it deserves. Amanda, I texted like on Slack. I said that to you. I was like, oh my God, Monday is March 1st. I know. It's so weird. It's really disorienting. February is ridiculous. We're about to come up on the anniversaries of like the last time people left their houses. So, mm. so like some people's, their anniversary is going to be like March 8th. Right. Some people it's going to be the 10th. 12th you'll know who is really fucking around when it's yeah. like march 20th why does the mm-hmm. eighth stick in my head so much did something big happen then we didn't leave the office till like the 11th or 13th the eighth was the day that they canceled i think it was the day that they canceled like south by southwest yes that was the big cancellation Coachella. day i remember because i had a panic attack we were actually in Colorado as I am now. Oh my God, really? Yes, we were. We were on vacation and I had, a, I woke up and I saw these cancellations and I had a straight up panic attack. I was like, our wedding is canceled. Right. Yeah. And I was right. And then everyone's like, no, it's not. And then like two days later, it was. I, I was at this time last year, I was on the beach for my birthday. I was in Mexico. And I remember like looking at the the news and stuff and being like, I hope I can get back into the States because we had like just gotten there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. then I got back and then like two days later two days later everything was like oh man I remember like on the flight home heavily sanitizing everything no oh, mask yeah. <laughs> no mask mm-hmm. oh yes like no, no refusing mask. to touch anything <laughs> oh yeah I remember seeing people like flying around then yeah weird times weird times I remember yeah. being in Vermont at a hibachi restaurant getting shrimp flung into my mouth I don't think I'm glad I had that experience Hygienic. so close to when it probably ended permanently <laughs> I think it could happen in the future like it's, it's real actually, fun it actually that's true it's no hands involved it goes straight from the hot thing to your mouth I actually yep. don't see I actually <laughs> think it might perfect. be the most sanitary way to eat <laughs> Every restaurant uh, becomes a hibachi yeah. restaurant. And like that's how you have to, you need like a you feeder. You watch everything <laughs> being made so you feel good about it. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have like the guy feeding every diner. Like, yeah. by, by, by. Yeah. it's like a meatball place and, and you get spaghetti. really good. You get really good. Yeah, at you get really good at it. <laughs> this sounds so entertaining. I think because none of us have done anything entertaining in a very long time. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but wanted to start the show with some good news. Uh, COVID cases are really going down. It looks like they've decreased nationwide about 25% since last week. And now 13% of the population is vaccinated. We're on a potentially good path if people keep getting vaccinated. Um, Brian and I on Monday talked about vaccine reluctance and we got so many messages from you guys. And it was really interesting to hear because what Brian and I were talking about was, and Sam and I have talked about this, is like a lot of people don't have good reasons. They're just like, "Eh, I don't know, I don't trust it, or I've come this far, or what's the point? So we got a lot of listeners that sent in like some some reasons that you can easily talk people out of, but it does sound like it's a lot of people that are just like, meh, they don't have valid reasons. I came across my first vaccine reluctant person that I am close with, actually. Okay. Mm. Somebody Um, specifically told us that it was like most of our friends who are like Biden, liberal, millennial Biden voters are just not into the vaccine. What? I know. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I, I know two people who are skeptical whatsoever and like that that's it skeptical yeah. as in like they're they're not sure they're gonna get it or they're yeah. like i'll get it but okay, no they're not sure they're gonna yeah. get it but everyone else i know is like on that fucking keyboard trying to get yes. an appointment <laughs> like yeah yeah so i think that's yeah that's like something else i've been thinking about and this might this like i think this says a lot about just like how i think about life it's like First of all, Fauci has taken it. All these people have taken it. And this yeah. Second of all, you are not, I, I am not more important than this pandemic ending, in my view. Like, I right. am all part of the puzzle. And like, if in five years I get like a weird mole, which is not going to happen, but these are the things that people are saying, it's fine. I don't care. Not one person is more important than this pandemic ending. I mean, another thing that I feel like has been said before, it's like when people are like, I'm going to do my research. It's like, what research are you going to do? That's better than the like the lab, like than the, mm-hmm. the, the like an empirical study from people who study vaccines and virology. Like, what research are you gonna do? You probably don't even understand this fucking scientific paper. Like, no. you're not a scientist. But Sammy, do you think some of Unless it comes from like women are? It's sort of. We talk a lot about how obviously people of color have been mistreated by the medical system in really gruesome and grisly ways. Women in general, in a different sense, have often been ignored and undermined by their doctors. This is a thing we know. Right. So I, do you think, Sammy, that like, because I know you guys talk about this on, on D- DST, I'm sure. I feel like I wonder if it's like an effect of that sort of extreme, like, well, our doctors won't treat us. And now everybody wants to like get off of the pill and eat natural. And like, those are all personal decisions. But I wonder if it's like an extension of that where it's like people think that they are actually the virtuous one. Maybe like, I'm going to do my research and not trust mainstream medicine. But like, there's a reason mainstream medicine exists. Like I started watching the Nick last night and it was just making me so angry that nobody, that like 40% of people don't want to take the vaccine. Oh my yeah. Or like they would just like stick their hands into people. Right. <laughs> and watching them and they're like, oh my God. Honestly, like, mo- okay, I would say everyone I know, who- I have a lot of friends who, I mean, most of my friends who are eligible are eligible because they either have some sort of condition, obviously, or they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. So the pregnant ones, a few of them have asked their doctors and they've said, take it. Like, it's better for you to take it because of the risks, blah, blah, blah. And then I have one friend who's, like, in that 
phase as well. And she's like, she's like, I'm not sure. My doctor said don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm like, okay. But it, it's interesting. I can go more in depth on this offline. Yeah. Even yeah. more. I mean, even within the medical community, there are medical professionals who don't feel a need to get vaccinated. It sound, it seems like a thankless process, but like, I'm sure our listeners have noticed literally the sup has been a vaccine stan account. <laughs> I will take, yeah. My, yeah. One of my friends is like, she's like, you have to show yourself getting vaccine. You, you are clearly becoming like a vaccine propaganda account. I'm like, are we like, do I get to take <laughs> Wait, it? Wait, but propaganda is the exactly the wrong word. No, like, no, okay. I know she, yeah. no, she's, she's one who's like super, she thinks that anyone who doesn't take it is like a murderer. <laughs> like, so she's saying, I feel a personal responsibility to be doing that. Like, okay. What do you feel about the controversies around like skipping the line? Because as I told you, I was able to get through on the system. Like I was about to have an appointment, but then it was like, do you promise you are eligible? And I was like, I was like, no. And I, and I gave up like the option to have the appointment. Do you like, feel like if, okay, now I'm thinking like, I'm going to start calling CBSs, try to get on mm-hmm. a standby list. Like I'm going to do whatever I can to get it. Do you think that that is like, do you think the, the backlash about like cutting the line, quote unquote, is worse than not getting like, than not no. getting it? Okay. I mean, it's, it's almost because it's like, it's such a weird ethical question. Cause there's like, is it less ethical to skip the line than to not get the vaccine during a pandemic? I think it's less ethical to skip the line but because you're cutting in front of people. But I think if you're not getting vaccinated, you're going to spread the disease. Right. Right. So that's that's what I'm, what I'm grappling It does with. seem I'm that like, like finally, finally, the amounts are going up. Of people yeah. Getting I know someone who got it through their acupuncturist. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, they just like had them. And I was like, OK, cool. And he was just like, this like guy. I was like, just okay. a guy. I know I fantasize about that. I'm like always walking around like maybe today's the day. Somebody talks me. We have them here. Anytime I'm in a pharmacy, I ask. I'm like, do you really? Yeah. Like, like, why not? Like, totally. um, I mean, at one point they're going to think I'm fucking crazy, but like, I don't care. Like, it could be worse. I mean, I have a friend who got her. She got her vaccine in LA. She has like a precondition. She um, said that there were like 50 needles going to waste because that. like misappointments. Yeah. Well, so the thing is my dad went with my mom to get her vaccine because he couldn't get an appointment, but she did. And they were basically just like, hang out. We'll have right. extra. Hang and so, out. That's, that's what I'm trying and to do. So hang I'm out. like, I'm like, maybe people, we should just go and hang out. Like be like, Hey, yeah. I'm just going to chill here and read a book. <laughs> you have that's an extra okay. one. Just jab me. That's yeah. literally why I like, ask everywhere I go. I'm like, do you yeah. ever have extras? Like, I mean, eventually well, they're probably going to be like, I mean, yeah. So yeah. what do you do yeah. if like, so there's no issue with, if you just get happen upon your first dose, like do then you have to go back to that place to get your second, or you can get the second wherever you want, as long as it's the same brand. I think you can, I think you can get it wherever you want. Yeah. I do think it has to be the same card. brand. You just need the card. Right. And so there's yeah. no reason not to accept a vaccine you're offered unexpectedly. No. Amazing. Amazing there, news. Th- there is literally no reason not to offer to get a vaccine because the whole point is for everybody to get vaccinated. So right. you need well, to get vaccinated. If that's just going to go in the trash, it yeah. makes no sense. I'm hoping that when, you know, Johnson Johnson, it seems like it's going to be coming out real soon. 
maybe people once that's more like around and available i think people who are just like oh and like eventually the doctors will be like you'll go in for an appointment like oh i broke my toe and like hey you're here do you want the covid vaccine and it's just the one and it's like uh i guess why not because just the one because like versus like i think people who are like ambivalent about it or indifferent about it are not gonna do it twice you know what i mean right. <laughs> like yeah. that's why i'm like i maybe i should i should get the one that's like i don't like i don't give me whichever one i don't care yeah i'll get one. i was like I, give me the one that's the two person one the two-time one because i know that i will come back somebody told right. us that a lot of their friends are waiting for the johnson and johnson one and i didn't really know why that was other than maybe that and another person told us that her company is offering like incentives like 50 bucks a dose and yeah that's only 100 bucks but that is a lot for a lot of people and like you said brian i think a lot of people are just ambivalent they they don't have a good reason not to want it. So if you give them a hundred dollars, that's enough to convince them. They're like, all right. Like, yeah, I right. really think that would matter because everyone I've talked to, like they don't have, there are some people that have been misled and have the wrong ideas about science, they, but there are a lot should, of people that just you give them a hundred bucks and they'd be like, all right. I just think it's one of those things that they're not even thinking that deeply about. Exactly. Most people don't read about it that intensely. Most people are just sort of like, I'll do whatever like my friend did. Like that like, it's just that's how I think a lot of people operate. It's just crazy. Can you can you imagine like a year ago, mid-March, being like, Oh, also a year from now, it'll five hundred thousand people will be dead. You'll still be stuck at home, and a lot of people are, are gonna be like meh about the vaccine. I would be like, No way, excuse me. Yeah. I'll be recording that's... from a closet. <laughs> For the three hundred sixty-fifth day. Yeah. I mean We haven't been in a room yeah. doing a podcast in one year. And we have a new studio for when we eventually do. Oh, that's so exciting. The old one was so hot. I don't miss that. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think this one will be. I mean, I don't know. I've never been. It may not be much cooler. That's all about. It's all about, you know, the sound. Yeah, there's lots of bodies in there. (laughs) Oh, man. It was really hot. That's fine. Yeah. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you are searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying, he loves airplanes, he loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. I'm Betches co-founder Jordana Abraham, and this episode is brought to you by Instacart. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on, while she's sneezing, coughing, aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us, trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues to tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. 
right. Well, let's get into today's news. On Tuesday, Congress held its first hearing on security failures during the Capitol attack. If you didn't catch the hearing, all you missed was a lot of deflection. Simi, was this the day your power was out? Did you miss this? Were you able to watch I this? I did miss it. I was looking Magic. at Twitter the whole time. Excellent. Yeah. I was very so- upset. Yeah, I imagine. I was thinking of you. I was thinking of you. So quick summary. (laughs) Officials from the FBI and Capitol Police, as well as the D.C. Police, basically traded accusations about who was responsible for ensuring intelligence about a potential violent attack was acted on prior to January 6th. Lawmakers questioned the U.S. Capitol Police Chief Stephen Zund Zund, and the former Sergeant of Arms for the House and Senate, in addition to the head of the D.C. Police. I believe all of those people have now resigned except for the head of D.C. Police. Yeah. So the biggest revelation, in my view, I think for most people, was that an FBI memo warning of potential violence was sent to the Capitol and D.C. police prior to the the attack, about not even 24 hours before. But they didn't see it. It sounds like it was sent to the specific FBI memo has been referred to as the Norfolk memo. So we might talk about a couple memos here. It sounds like it was sent to an email that no one's checks and was posted online with like just general memos, like with the portal. Like it's like when your annoying coworker is like, it's in the drive. It's like, but can you just send it to me? It's like, I don't want to look at the drive. So mm-hmm. to be clear, like this, a bulletin. It's a bulletin. Nobody looks at bulletin. They send bulletins about everything, I'm sure. Right. I mean, I guess if you're in law enforcement, you should probably be looking at all of the bulletins anyway. Maybe that's right. the idea. But someone for some reason, be. someone, at least one person. Exactly. (laughs) Also, it's not like this wasn't in the mainstream news as a possibility. Like they were talking about it publicly. Yeah. Is that intelligence when it's just happening out in the open? Like I could be an intelligence official. I could have told you that was a thing to be concerned about. Everyone knew it was a thing. Mm -hmm. Also, AOC said in her lives, not that Republicans Mm -hmm. care what AOC said, but she did say in her lives that like it was something that people were talking about. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And some of them, some of the, the Congress people were even planning it. So, they wore sneakers. Some wore sneakers. Yeah. They were like, I'm not wearing, I'm wearing sneakers. Like one congresswoman was like, I'm wearing sneakers that day in case I have to run. It's like, why would you think that? Unless something was like going on. I will never yeah. forget. I think I've already said this a couple times on the podcast, but I think about it all the time. When we had rep, uh, Mikey Sherrill from New Jersey and we asked her like in November, like she's a first term congresswoman. So I just asked her like, what's the most memorable part of your first term been? And she just sort of like had, she like kind of like paused and was like, I don't think it's happened yet. And two months later, this crazy thing happened. That's and that the one. she also suggested that she foresaw because there were people giving tours in the Capitol. So this memo, the head of the Capitol Police who resigned, he didn't know, what, he says he didn't know about this until a couple days ago. To be clear, not a couple days before the attack, a few days ago this month. The memo explicitly notes online chatter about breaking the glass doors of Congress to get our president or die. It has everything in there that sounds really scary. The reaction to this from the officers that said that they didn't see it is that like this definitely seems like the one email that probably should have been a meeting overall. <laughs> or pick up the goddamn phone. Exactly. Oh, like you'd be like, you don't have you have you have their phone number. Just do it. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know no one wants to talk on the phone anymore. Just you have to you have to make a phone call. Can you imagine if that's what happened is like, no, somebody didn't want to make the phone call. Yeah. It's like, can I text I I feel like if they had maybe put like Benghazi in the memo, (laughs) someone might have paid attention. (laughs) Election fraud alert. Yeah. Like Antifa or Black Lives Matter protests. What else? So how many other memos are they missing? Is my question. If they're this (laughs) if you really miss this one just by accident. 
What else are you missing? The Capitol Police, oh my God, exactly. The Capitol Police had also produced its own memo days before the attack, warning that Trump supporters had ambitions of attacking lawmakers. The moral of the story seems to be that everyone's blaming each other for not understanding that the intelligence was accurate and serious. Um, The intelligence was just never acted on. And the sense seems to be that this was what they call raw information, raw data from the FBI, which means it hasn't necessarily been confirmed or vetted. They don't know if it's a coordinated attack. It's just chatter from individuals, which, you know, literally like like Gen Z teens were tweeting during BLM that they were going to be protesting in their suburban towns and like armed guards showed up. So I'm not super mm. convinced by that. But also like you can't even if it's just chatter, you can't bother to like more adequately secure the Capitol with all of the lawmakers in it and the vice president. And the I know, is it chatter? Like, how else do people plan an attack? They talk. Right. That's chatter. Right. <laughs> right. Like, how specific does it need to? How like how much more concrete can it be than like we are going to do this? No. I mean, it's just and like who like it's so it's someone's at fault. Five people died. Five fucking people died. That like that is just unacceptable, you know. And if I think that had it been a you know a different group. You know, they would have been taking it much more seriously if it was Black Lives Matter, probably taking it much more seriously. They would have been as Remember prepared the as they were for Ju- in June. And the yeah, tear gas with the Bible photo was be- was like to get rid of Black Lives Matter protesters. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So what do we think of these these excuses and deflections? I mean, I don't know. I read it and oh, just sure. got kind of conspiratorial because it's like, really, all these memos were sent and nobody did anything and the FBI didn't send it till the night before. I mean, people involved just did not take it seriously because it was white people or because they also maybe felt that the president at that time deserved to have another term. But yeah, I mean, it's it it's hard to put together without like full visibility into these organizations because like. Who is the person? Because ultimately, it just comes down to like who writes the memo, who it's shares a communications the memo. Failure, yeah, like something fell through the cracks. But did it fall through, or did someone at some point exactly. slow it yeah. down, yeah. or be like, oh, we're just like you know, like kind of, you know, right? Did, did someone did did someone gut the Pentagon before yeah, uh, after they lost did the election? The did they did they put in their own people in the last month and a half leading up to this event? It's like. You know, well, that that's how like the Pentagon National Guard stuff kind of got held up. But why did the like, what happened with the FBI and the Capitol Police is kind of its own question. Yes, exactly. Well, but, and, and Bill Barr quits earlier instead of just finishing out the term. You know what I mean? Like what a hero. What 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 was like? The, what were the conversations like internally in these places, knowing sh- that this chatter is happening? The, he, he, Trump was sending tweets to the, about this rally or their organizers for weeks, for weeks. I'm sure the chatter was like, or not the chatter amongst the insurrectionists, but with Trump, I'm sure it was just like, we'll take care of it on January 6th. So-and-so, Ali Alexander is taking care of it. Mm-hmm. God, well, Paul Big, Biggs and Gosser, they're taking care. I'm sure it was just him being like, well, they're going to, if Pence doesn't, because he was exerting pressure on Pence, I'm sure there were other people. If Pence doesn't agree, like, they know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't even need to say it. Well, like, it's already been said. They need to find out who these organizers were in contact with of this, like this event. 
and who the, those people were in contact with because well, Roger Stone's like guards were were the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. There were people on the terrorist list in D.C. Yeah. Why were they just allowed to be around and hang out? It also just came out that Marjorie Taylor Greene's like close right? friend was one of the insurrectionists. So yeah. like. Well, so it's basically everything we're seeing right now is highlighting wh- how why they need to be having these yeah. hearings. They, there's so many questions. And it, they, we got to see some like footage and, you know, talk about it during the impeachment. But I, I think it's just it's going to be a year, years more i'm gonna be like 55 years old like still fucking talking about the details of how marjorie taylor green went for a meeting at the white house on december 6th and like what was discussed (laughs) there like i'm still gonna be fucking talking about that like this is never it's gonna take so much to piece it all together because i mean i hope someone's working on it so Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i mean i hear there's a little bit of a a dust up with the commission because nancy pelosi i think wants it to be like six democrats and four republicans and they're saying, no, it has to be equal or else it has no legitimacy that I see that. No, yeah. I mean, I they're think the, it's they're, like they're in the majority. But, but there's like which five Republicans? There aren't even five you can like trust now. Ten voted for impeachment. So just pick out of those people. That's true. That's, that's but true. that's not how they're, this works anyways, how, isn't yeah. it? It's not how no, it works. No, I don't think so. And so like it's just the way it is. I don't. That's yeah, hard. it is. That's you're <laughs> right. You're do? right. You're right. That's the truth. And that's really the sad truth is that that is just the way it is. And no one's going to do anything because our lawmakers who are supposed to represent us are just a little bit like they have other calculations and the calculations are not putting transparency at the top of the priorities list amongst several other things that are not at the top of the priorities list. When the Republicans are in power or in, in the Senate or the House, every single thing that they lead they are the majority of the committee. So I don't know why this is like even a thing, you know, to like. There are two sets of rules. Well, because there, there's two sets of rules. Yeah, of course. Right. And it doesn't matter if we we there are two sets of rules. And if we try to play by their rules, we get punished. And I'm yeah. very, very sick of it. Might as well. Just I play mean, by maybe them. I think I wonder how much we get punished or how much we like punish ourselves. Well, we How definitely, we that's a good no. point. We get punished by our own ourselves. party because our party is so big and there are so many factions and you can completely alienate one by doing something for another. And when you have any set of standards, then right. Like, right. You, you have to hold there. You have measured against that. Like, whereas the Republicans have no standard. There's no Did measurement for Stephen anything. Miller on Fox news yes. last night. Stephen Don't. Miller on Fox news last no, night said, said that, um, I, I couldn't even post it, but Biden's, he says Biden's immigration policies are inhumane and cruel to children. What? You guys couldn't right, see like, them. Oh, I literally right. went, I dropped that's my one mouth. Of those, that's one of those Drop. things that I just, I see the headline and I scroll right past because yeah. I don't want to like encourage. I saw him trending. And I was like, I'm Stephen not Miller on it. wants to be, that's how he wants to stay it's relevant. It's a troll. It's owning, it's trolling the lips. He said that yep. to troll the lips. He doesn't actually, like, it doesn't matter. That's the only goal. Yeah. He was He's definitely gonna, on Twitter this morning, like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. He's just going to start his own podcast, like, fucking, and like, ben try Shapiro. and be like Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I bet you that's what he does. I agree with that. Trolls people. Yeah. Again, the best thing we can all do is to not click on stories about these people because if (laughs) that that's like what I started doing because it's like if CNN thinks that like Stephen Miller's trollish comment gets clicks, then they're gonna keep writing about his trollish comment, and we're all this is how we got Trump. This is how we got Trump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was feeling that same way with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, like during the whole thing. I was like, I try to also. 
I try to give her less oxygen, but sometimes it just gets to like a fever pitch where you can't. And well, like, we're about yeah, to talk right, about like, one of them. Yeah, we're about to talk right. about her. So. Yeah, exactly. I feel like if there's an action item to yes. uh, confront her bullshit, then it's worth sharing. But a lot of times it's not. And we do like the other, like the far right, they love when we get upset. And they love like every time we denounce their heroes, they idolize them more. So we do have to be super careful. But this is a, this is a situation where we can't ignore what she's doing. <laughs> Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash fever dream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. So we talked about the Equality Act a bit on Monday, and there's been a little bit of action on that. It will be up for a vote in the House tomorrow. Again, it will amend existing federal civil rights laws to extend protections to LGBTQ Americans. It's pretty certain to pass the House. We know Dems have that, but needs a filibuster-proof majority in the Senate. Yesterday, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she did an excellent job of reminding us of the extremist and homophobic arguments against the Equality Act, because on Monday, me and Briar were like, why don't people like it? It's really confusing. I forgot yeah. about the women's sports nonsense. Oh, my um, God. I fucking hate any discussion of sports. Like, why is the government? <laughs> any. Why does the government get uh, any? But, all, but OK, for, forget that. I'm thinking I'm like, I'm like the government. That was my thought, too. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> OK, especially when it comes to like high school sports, because like, can we just acknowledge that high school sports don't matter? They're fake. Yeah. They're for fun. They're okay, not. And, and if you and if you are stuck, an and if you have to, and if, no, I'm sorry. And if you have to worry that having you. a trans woman on your team is going to prevent you from succeeding at the sport, you're not going to be good enough at that sport anyway, that you should probably just cut your losses now and do something else. And here's the thing. No if you are like, <laughs> yeah. this is like totally unrelated to any of this, but if you are like an amazing athlete at a specific sport and you're playing in high school, Typically, you don't play on the high school team. You play right. on a like select elevated team like where you're not even playing team. with like in a school in a locker room. Right. right. That, like, that's what kills me about it. It's like you're literally telling me that this is a problem because of fake sport, like like because of fun, t like recreational sports. Like who cares? Who gives well, a also, shit? Also, <laughs> it is so delusion. It is so like um and like horrifyingly stupid to think that a person is going to pretend to be like like transition their gender to play a fucking Eight. sport an hour once a week wait it's like the women who dress up as grannies to get the vaccine <laughs> people are desperate yeah. brian 
It's like Wait. it's like they they they've seen the movie Joanna Man too many times, and they think it's a, a real. They think it's real life. Right, like there's a big difference between transitioning your gender and dressing in drag. Nobody that dresses in drag and shows up to track tryouts is gonna. Also, you wear shorts in a. If you like, you said like if you, a having a trans person on your athletic team is not going to stop you from like getting a little scholarship for your division two school to play soccer. If you are good enough to get more than that, it is not going to get you like having trans women on the basketball team or trans men on the basketball team was not going to hurt like LeBron James. If you're good enough, you'll be fine. That's also who cares. Why does the, why does the, why does the government? That was my first question. Yeah. What about small government? Stay out of my yeah. choices, government. I felt really like separation of church and state about this just because I truly do not give a shit about sports and I do have some negative opinions about some sports. So I had like a separation of church and state reaction to this. I was like, why are we even talking about sports? Yeah. Don't bring sports into my politics. That's I their hate biggest sports. argument. Yeah. Well, they hate when we bring politics into their sports. So like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just it's hypocritical. It's all so yes. hypocritical. It's getting easier and easier every day to to point out their hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah, at least that. Well, Dylan Dylan uh, Hafer, who we work with, had a really funny tweet about it because he she because uh, of the sign that Marjorie Taylor Greene put up. Um, that he was oh, like, uh, he was like, um, I'm pretty sure your hair is not blonde, Marjorie. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, she so is good. exactly. She is a nightmare. I hate so she, the, the the sign says believe in the science. Yeah. So right. she also she. Re- Yesterday, a she first science listening person. Yeah, of uh. course. She disrupted a procedural vote on the Equality Act last night. And after that, Democratic Rep. Marie Newman, whose child is trans, she, I'm sure people saw the video, put up a trans pride flag across from Marjorie Taylor Greene's office. Greene responded by putting up her own sign, as you said, that reads, there are two genders, male and female. Trust the science. Yeah. Science, gender is a social contract. It has nothing to do with science. Famous science abider. also like that doesn't take into account intersex people and people with multiple chromosomes so if you're trusting the science that means there are more than two genders also if you want to trust the bible marjorie taylor green they write about like intersex people in the bible as well so it's so it's like there's no there's no way that you can't logic this crazy person yeah gender fluidity has been part of society's for a very, very long time. It's Millennia. like only in recent history that we're, yeah. we've decided to have a problem with it. Gender reveals. Ruined everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Stop putting pyrotechnics in your gender reveals, people. I, I feel like I say this all the time, but I just don't understand. <laughs> like what makes people want to explode something when it comes to talking about their child's gender? Yeah, like, what, like where is the correlation? I have a friend. I know someone who's pregnant who's having a baby soon and... She, they've decided to just, we're not going to, we're not going to know, not doing anything. Just a lot of they people do that. I mean, like a lot of people do less. that, but I think it's like, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to tell what people should do whatever they want, obviously, but it's also nice to think like it doesn't have a gender until it's born. Like it's not even like yeah. a thing. It's not in it does, your head. Yeah. Yeah. Like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I, I like seeing all the ways that like people will describe their newborn and like sometimes it's just really nice. It's like our baby was born and they will decide to share, but sometimes it's like 
our baby who was born with a penis yesterday. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, that's like, okay. A biologically male. <laughs> yeah, it's like baby. the first thing I learned about your child was uh, all about its penis. You could really just get out of that by saying the name of the child. That's true. <laughs> Unless yeah. it's like Alex, and then you're like, mm. and you're like, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I mean, and also the stuff. I think that turfs trans-exclusionary radical feminists should feel some type of way about having something in common with Marjorie Taylor Greene and mm. ask themselves how they feel Jake, about that. Hold yeah. up a picture of um, Marjorie Taylor Greene to J.K. Rowling, like, look in the yeah, mirror, exactly. J.K. <laughs> <laughs> like that meme. Right. So we will hopefully see that pass tomorrow. And there are so many things on the agenda that we will talk more about next week. I know people have lots of questions about COVID relief and when all of that is going on. Sammy, who's on afternoon tea tomorrow? Molly Jongfast. Yay. It's tomorrow. Ooh. I'm excited. We talked about the political situation. Are Republicans, is there any hope? Short yeah. answer, no. <laughs> um, and will Trump ever be held accountable? And also she was in a vaccine trial. So oh, that's right. That's right. That. Did you talk about that? Oh, cool. We did. I'm excited. We did find out tomorrow if she was got the vaccine or the placebo. Oh, oh. Does she, you can find out afterwards. Yeah. And then and then they give you if you're the placebo, they give you the real vaccine. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's as, so cool. as a favor. <laughs> as a treat. As a treat. Nice. As a treat. That's, now I'm like, why didn't I do a vaccine trial? I know. Yeah. I mean. I, I would have done it. I didn't know. I was nervous at that point because like there was a different administration and they were potentially right. giving money and like, who knows? Right. Well, cause those were the, that was the time when it was like, Oh, so people that got millions are Jared Kushner's friends. Okay. So right. maybe that's right. not great. <laughs> right. But now that Fauci's taking the vaccine, I am. That's all... how I feel. Fauci's taking the vaccine. And then yeah. Like I trust him. I trust him. Yeah. I trust that he wouldn't do something that would hurt himself. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. The man ru still goes running at age 80. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I would call him pretty health conscious. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is our show until the end of democracy i'm amanda duberman brian russell smith i'm sammy sage and this is the betches up podcast the betches up podcast is produced by amanda duberman jorge morales pico and sean kilby social media by amanda duberman artwork by Brittany levine our podcast director is sean kilby be sure to follow us at betches underscore sup on instagram twitter and tiktok and send your emails to suppod at betches.com 